this NBA opening night player props edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added pick-up scorchers where you can win 100x. That's right. Turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the NBA is officially back. So the NBA Gambling Podcast to celebrate, we're giving away a NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all the details. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, October the 23rd, currently 3.40 on the East Coast. Here to get into our NBA opening night player prop picks. Joining me, i got my guy here with me. It's Crispy Cap and Chris. It's officially here, my man. NBA opening night for the NBA season. I know we're both excited. We're going to crush it this season. But, man, how you feeling? Yes, sir. You know, like you said, man, the, the time is now. It's, it's upon us. It, it feels like uh, we'd be, we've been waiting for forever. And now we're less than, I mean, almost less than 24 hours for the first tip-off for the 2023-2024 yeah. NBA season, man. So I'm excited to be here, excited to be on the podcast this year. Looking forward to killing it with you, man, off and and jumping right into it, man. Let's let's go. Let's see if we can make some money. Yeah, we got two games on opening night. Uh, pretty good ones, man. We got, uh, I guess we could say the top four teams, arguably, uh, in the Western Conference. Uh, I, I guess we can say at least, you know, three out of the four, maybe, if not all four. We'll see what the Lakers can do this season. Um, but yeah, we got the Lakers. They are, uh, I believe, going into Denver, uh, looking to get some revenge after what transpired in the Western Conference Finals last year. And then we also got Kevin Durant uh, making his return to the Bay Area to go up against his former team, the Golden State Warriors. So a couple of doozies uh, on opening night. And then Wednesday has the uh, the full schedule with the uh, remaining teams as well playing all throughout the week. So we'll be here, like I mentioned, two, three times a week uh, to get into the player props here for the NBA season. Uh, Chris, before we actually dive into the player props here, I know it's early in the season and you know people have different approaches when it comes to not only betting sides, um, money lines and totals for games, but also when we're looking at player props, you know, I think it's a lot of it. Sometimes there's a lot of data driven uh, early on in the season or we're looking at historical data of how teams have done against, you know, specific teams throughout their careers. Um, Personally, for me, I want to get your input on this as well is that. I'd like to take the first two, three weeks to kind of, you know, see what teams are or what players are are doing within the first two, three weeks, kind of gather some data points. I mean, we know the stars are going to be the stars, but a lot of times we try to stay away from the stars because um, there obviously is obviously attacks on those type of players. Right? We talk about the Giannis of the world, the Jokers of the world. You know, we talk about their points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, sometimes it is taxed just because how great of a players they are because – 
I think it's a good reminder to let our listeners know that at least for the first couple of weeks of the season, I scale my unit size back, whether it's, you know, either quarter units or half a unit uh, before I actually do gather some data. Do you kind of have the same approach or how do you look at it or at least early on in the season? Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, we don't have enough data for, for the beginning of the year, in my estimation, like the past is the past and granted yeah. these players are coming back, but they're not going to be in the same shape that they were in last year when, you know, these two teams met in the Western conference finals. And, and we can't expect that, especially when we think about, we think about the age of these players, like specifically tomorrow night in general, right? Like the, there's a lot of older players that are going to be playing and you got the LeBron James of the world. You got Kevin Durant who's getting up there now, even Steph Curry, Clay Thompson's in his 13th season. So, you know, like how, how motivated are these teams at the beginning of the season, but also like, conditioning wise right we saw the if, if people been paying attention they kind of you know saw what happened in the playoff in the in the preseason with these teams but a lot of those starters weren't going you know heavy minutes in the second half even as they kind of ramped up like yeah. starters were still coming out in the third quarter you know so um i definitely scale back at the beginning nothing that i'm going you know feel super super concrete about unless i see a, a number that i'm like why why would the books even lay that out there yeah. uh even then i'm still you know gonna be a little you know a little 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 cautious of that number but uh but yeah it's definitely something that i do man. all my plays will be uh quarter unit half unit plays as well to start the season until we do get that information yeah we try to look at you know what these players have done uh during the um the preseason guys who have played in the preseason how many games they played how many minutes and there's players you know that are going to be playing on opening night that haven't played a single minute of preseason that are going to be out there so they may have some rust and things like that we'll try to point out some guys that haven't played in the postseason or sorry in the preseason uh as we go along here on the propcast here so we try to keep these tight you know uh consumable for you guys to get this done in about 25 30 minutes just because it is only player props we are discussing so what we're going to do uh we'll give out three player props each and then uh, one additional one the one uh, we'll give out as a best bet so four total player props um for the opening nights and we'll carry that uh uh, during the regular season as well so chris let's just kick it off man uh let's go with your first player prop for the opening night uh games uh, in the nba man what do you got so first up i do have a guy that i that i'm looking at and, and most of it sometimes you know we, the, the the way you kind of handicap these is you look at you look at narrative base right mm-hmm. and this one is a bit narrative based but also a guy that I, I do expect to play well at least to start the season for the lakers and this is mr anthony davis uh, I'm taking this points prop. I like it at 23 and a half. I think this is a game where, you know, he'll he'll probably end up scoring 25, 26 points. So I think, you know, with the number being a tad bit low, I think we I think we can get a little value here. So you go back, you if you want to, you can go back and look at the Western Conference Finals games. And in those games, he did have a, he had a 28 point game, 28 points and 18 rebound game. He also had a 40 point game uh, with 10 rebounds as well. Anthony Davis was the guy who was actually in training camp that said that. Uh, the Lakers, this Laker team can't wait to play against the Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's something to take into consideration as well. He said that they were kind of, you know, jabbing this a tad bit too much. Um, and I like the way he came into training camp as well. You know, that's how you kind of got to handicap some of these early, play, you know, these early props. Uh, looks look really good in, in training camp. Um, I also think, you know, he's probably going to be guarded by Jokic and Jokic looks like he just put on a couple pounds over the offseason and, uh, you know, maybe a little heavier than he was last season. Uh, You know, after they won their championship, it could be a championship hangover as well. Um, The other thing that I looked at was just pace of play in the preseason, you know, and the Lakers actually played at the fastest pace in the preseason. That number was actually 108. 
mm-hmm. which was the fastest team, which could, you know, equate to a couple more possessions for the Lakers here. So I do think they'll play inside out. Um, and I like AD, like I said, to, to, to score about 25, 26 points. So 23 and a half uh, minus 110 is what I got it at on BetMGM. So not a lot of juice, but I, I'm willing to take a shot with AD to start the season, you know? Yeah, I think I like the point that you brought up that number one, um, that this team, Lakers team, is going to be ready to play and avenge, like we mentioned, uh, what transpired last season uh, in that Western Conference Finals. And, you know, we saw the pokes and jabs that the Denver Nuggets uh, were taking at the LA Lakers. And I think that, you know, I think we saw there was an interview that they had with, I think, LeBron, uh, um, I think, talking about the opening night game against the Denver Nuggets. So, you know, that number one, the two leaders of this team, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, are going to have these guys ready to play. And also to the fact that um, in some form of words that LeBron said that, hey, this is now Anthony Davis' team. Like, he's going to take over the rings as as the main guy uh, in this uh, on this team for the Lakers. And I believe LeBron is the oldest player in the NBA now after Udonis Haslam retired, I believe, Chris. He is. He is. He absolutely yeah. is. They, they- in the interview as well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and also, uh, what I uh, when we look, go back and look at the preseason, I believe that Anthony Davis played in all five of those preseason games as well. Um, they weren't the heaviest minutes. You know, there was two games where he played twenty plus minutes. Uh, the last game on Thursday, he played twenty three minutes, scored fifteen points, had six blocks in that game as well. So, I'm expecting a big night from Anthony Davis, whether it's both on the offense or defensive side of the basketball. Um, all right, before I get over to my player, uh, my first player prop here, uh, Chris, let me tell everyone about underdog fantasy. Uh, underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced scorchers go five for five and pick them scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred X payout. And for a limited time, underdog is extending their first deposit bonus of up to $500. That's right. If you haven't already signed up for Underdog Fantasy, uh, now is the time to do so. Um, they also are continuing with the $100,000 Sundays uh, on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win 10000 each. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or visit underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with your promo code SGPN, like I mentioned, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $500. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. And in honor of the NBA season being back, uh, we are running a little contest over on Underdog um, with Underdog Fantasy on the NBA Gambling Podcast. So if you haven't already signed up with Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN, new customers who do sign up with uh, using that promo code Again, enter to win a NBA gambling podcast hoodie. So I got to do again, just use that promo code SGPN along with a, a entry that you have, have for the NBA season. We're going to user on underdog fantasy. You make sure you use that promo code SGPN, take a screenshot and submit it to the link. The link is going to be sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog. All right, Chris, uh, let's get over to my first player prop uh, for this opening night games. I'm going to say on the Lakers side as well. Uh, I'm going to look at Austin Reeves here. Uh, I'm going to look at his three pointers to go over one and a half. Um, last season, I like what I saw from uh, uh, Austin Reeves. 
Uh, he's he really took the role that he was given by this Lakers team, and he just, I think, exceeded every expectation that not only casual NBA fans had, but I think also Lakers fans as well. I think that as well, Chris, about how it transpired with Austin Reeves, not only in the postseason last year against the Denver Nuggets, um, he was instrumental for them reaching the uh, Western Conference Finals, but he played very heavy minutes as well in that playoff series, but he knocked down at least three three-pointers in three out of the four matchups in that Western Conference Finals, uh, he had five. He was five for nine, five for nine, three for five, and then one for two. I am expecting Austin Reeves. And I think Chris, you can correct me if I'm wrong. That he is going to be in the starting lineup for the Lakers. Yes, sir. Confirmed in the starting lineup. Uh, came out on I want to say Friday doing uh, Darvin Ham's uh, press conference. Perfect. So I think that he definitely is going to get the minutes for obviously for the Lakers being in that starting lineup. And also last season in, I believe this goes from January 15th to last season, December 16th of 2022. Uh, those are five matchups against the Denver Nuggets. Four out of those five matchups, he had two or more three point shots. So now him being in that starting lineup, him also playing with team USA um, I think that just gives him confidence. I think he's going to be very pivotal for this team um, going forward uh, during the regular season and also eventually if they do make it to the playoffs. But at least for this first game, I expect his hot shooting to continue. You know, I think that attention obviously is going to be on LeBron and Anthony Davis for the defense of the Denver Nuggets, and I think that should open up shot opportunities, especially for a guy like Austin Reeves. So over one and a half threes. This one does come in a little juiced at minus 130, but I'm, I'm, I'm very confident that he does get over this uh, projection of one and a half here, Chris. Absolutely, you know, I'll be right there with you. You go back and you just look at what he's been doing in the preseason as well. It's not like a miss and make thing, but more so just an attempt thing. Uh, four, six, and two so far. So he's letting that thing go. You know, if you could tell he's really confident in the shot. Uh, I remember watching the game against Brooklyn where he hit four. Uh, it was the game where him and uh, him and Cam Thomas were kind of going back and forth, having their little own, you know, mini three-point shootout in the middle of the game, and they hit him consecutively back and forth. You hit one, I'll hit one. You hit one, I'll hit one. So I think, uh, you know, just kind of riding that confidence. And also the other point that you made, you know, for him being on Team USA in the FIBA, in the FIBA competition over the summer, those are the guys that you typically want to back just because you know that they're in the best shape, right? Austin Reeves also had some comments that came out about the same Denver Nuggets team and, you know, just wanting to kind of get back at them as well. So all of that should help, you know, with, with uh, you know, Austin Reeves just making two three-pointers. It's not not asking for a lot from Austin Reeves, who should get, you know, plenty. Playing with, the you know, one of the greatest pass passers we've ever seen as well. So pretty sure the Lakers should be able to find him. Yeah, love it. Uh, all right, get over to your second player prop, man. What do you got? So let's go. Let's go to uh, late game. We got the Phoenix Suns and we got the Golden State Warriors. I'm looking at Kevin Durant. I actually like his assists, you know. And this one comes in a little juice as well. Number four and a half. Um, it's a minus one thirty okay. over on BetMGM. Not something that I'm typically, you know, wanting to play too much. But this, to me, this is just screams over. I mean, I, I'm expecting a super fast pace first and foremost. We know that the Suns are are going to have probably one of the better offenses that we've seen in quite some. In quite some time, I would I would be, uh, you know, uh, pretty curious if they if they didn't. I, I know we expecting them kind of flopping down the floor. So from a tempo standpoint, I expect it to be there. You go back and look at what Kevin Durant did last season. Uh, not not when he was on the Phoenix Suns, of course, because they had Chris Paul in all of those games except the last two. But in eight of those last nine games, you know, if he actually went over, he actually had five assists or more. He averaged five and a half assists last season in the playoffs. 
And now he's there with no Chris Paul. And while Devin Booker and Bradley Bill will still garner a lot of attention and have the ball in their hands a ton, I still expect Kevin Durant to have a ton of value and benefit from guys like Grayson Allen and, and Bradley Bill and Eric Gordon and Devin Booker, right? They have like some knockdown shooters on this team. We know Golden State plays with so much pace at home. Uh, Jamon Green is also, I don't think, going to be available for this game, you know, because he's missed some time. So mm-hmm. this is going to be this is going to be up and down game. Not a lot of defense being played in my estimation, which is why we see a total of 232 and a half points, I want to say. Yep. So, yeah, give me Kevin Durant to go over his four and a half assists. You know, I like this number. Yeah, I think for what well, I think I was struggling. And again, this is when we talk about at the top of the show, where we mentioned about gathering data, right? Because we don't know exactly who's going to be handling the the rock, uh, the point guard duties for uh, the Suns. I, I mean, I've read it's going to be pretty much a Bradley Beal running the point. But again, when Devin Booker is there as well, I mean, we saw him when Chris Paul went down last season that he was handling the point guard duties as well. And he was racking up the assists. But a guy like Kevin Durant, I mean, we know he can fill up the stat sheet, uh, whether it's points, rebounds, assists, uh, that's as well. So I also had a Kevin Durant um, proper. I'll transition right into it. Um, I'm taking his defensive stats here, man. I see steals and uh, steals and blocks at a one and a half. I like the over on that. Um, go back to the postseason last uh, year uh, in his run there. I mean, he was clearing these uh, uh, these defensive stats by a margin. And I'm trying to pull up his um, playoff log from last uh, last postseason. Uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, so let's go back to last season. He had recorded a at least one block in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven consecutive games in the playoffs. Uh, and he also had the steals there as well. And more times than not, he was getting over this projection of one and a half. So he did it against the Clippers. Uh, let's see here in three out of those four games, sorry, four out of those five games. And then against the Denver Nuggets in that six game series, he went over those projections in four out of the six games as well. If you also want to go back to the regular season here, Chris, I mean, if you just look at his game log, um, uh, he he. We know he's gonna get the blocks. It's just a matter of him getting the steals. So I looked at his blocks. I mean, it was juiced at uh, half a block for I think it was like minus one seventy five. I don't know. Want to lay that kind of number? But the length that you know Kevin Durant has, I think that he can you know get his hands and deflections on passes and get a steal that way. Or I think he's inclined to also getting a block here. So I just combined the defensive stats here for um, Kevin Durant. I know we don't expect a lot of defense to be played. But I think when it is up and down, you have those opportunities to kind of steal passes in transition um, or force those turnovers as well. So when you talk about sometimes when there's high pace being played, there are also going to be possibilities of turnovers uh, as well. So Kevin Durant, over one and a half steals and blocks combined here, Chris. I think I think we're getting the too low of a line. You know, I almost pulled the yeah. trigger on this one myself as well. And And for me, the first thing that kind of jumped out was – Who's gonna be that 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 guy that that really plays defense? Because when you look at Phoenix lineup, they don't really have a defensive lineup. Nurkic, I think, is gonna start at center. He he mm-hmm. can play a little defense. I think you know he he can. But as far as like like they're gonna need somebody else to step up. The other thing about Golden State, you know, is we got to remember. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I you know was listening to a recent interview with Coach Kerr, and he said if we could just finish 29th in turnovers and not lead the league. 
we'll be happy with ourselves. So they're giving the ball away. They're giving it away like candy in a couple of days on Halloween, right? So yeah. we, we got to remember that as well, is that he could just fall into two steals just because he's standing there, right? Like not a lot of effort as well. And, it, and it's, it's kind of mind-boggling because that core of Golden State has been together for such a long time. But they will just turn the ball over. And it's probably because they get so many possessions that they'll, you know, just make up for it by hitting the three in the next possession. So I, I absolutely love this one, you know, and almost got there with you. Uh, definitely was leaning this way already. Last season, they were the most, uh, the team that turned the ball over the most. Going back to the 2021 2022 season, they were 29th. Uh, out of 30 teams and then uh, if we go back uh, one more season uh, they were number 26 so they've been bottom fourth bottom fifth of the league at least for three consecutive uh, seasons uh, have the Golden State Warriors Uh, all right Chris before I get over to uh, or we get over to our next player props here uh, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame bets Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Every Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot, and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Chris, let's get over to uh, your next player problem, man. What do you got? So let's stay in that same game, you know. I'm looking at Mr. Clay Thompson. I like his points to actually go over as well. Numbers sitting at 19 and a half. It's uh, not too juice, minus 115. That's why I saw it over on uh, DraftKings. This one is also narrative-driven. Remember what happened last year, the history that this guy actually has with the Phoenix Suns. It was the game he actually received his first ejection of his career, and that game was in Phoenix, right? So I think that there's, uh, you know, probably still that taste of bad blood. I also just just recently, maybe within an hour or or two, um, so some added steam to this one was I saw quote come out from clay uh saying that he vowed to make his 13th season his best season of his career so i'm not sure if that happens or not but i do know that this is a big contract year for for, for clay i personally you know if like betting on clay when he's at home as well so not just at home but mm-hmm. as of the current line they're actually home dogs and we know what happened when golden state typically are home dogs they typically come out and they give you something you know that you that uh, some kind of memorable performance so um, total in this one, like I said, you know, 232 points. It's a one-point line. So the books are telling us they expect about 116 points from each team. Clay got to give me at least 20 of them. I just need I just need 20 of them to be from yeah. Clay. I look at this, I look at this lineup, you know, that they that they have and some of the depth. They still don't have a lot of scoring in their second unit. You know, if we look at, you know, Moses Moody coming off the bench, uh, Gary Payton is second defensive guy. Jonathan Kaminga was definitely looking for his props, but don't see them available. So I really like I like Clay outside of Steph Curry. You know he'll definitely be the be the other guy. Uh, you got CP3 there now to, to to get him the ball and distribute the rock for him, so he can be you know that three. Um, and like I said on the opposite side, I don't see a lot of defenders when I'm looking at you know the the, the Phoenix Suns team. So um, give me Clay to, to score at least twenty. You know if I like that number a lot. 
His season uh, long, I know we did the season long player props. If you haven't gotten a chance to listen to that, uh, go back and listen. I think we had some great information uh, on that pod as well. But I mean, you mentioned it, right? It, it's Clay's, it, it's going to be a big year for Clay because, again, like you mentioned, it is a contract year. But I think you and I discussed this that the two entries that he was coming off of, the, the, the Achilles and the torn ACL, probably needed at minimum half a season to a full season to kind of get back into the flow of things because i mean how many how much time did he miss in it with dealing with those two injuries and again it, it takes a lot especially when they're leg injuries especially in the nba when you're running up and down the court i think that it takes a lot of time for you to kind of get your confidence back as well and kind of you know put those injuries in the in the back of your mind but i think clay is probably past that uh now and i mean like you mentioned that he you know if he came out and said that hey i want to make this the best year to contract year you got you to gotta believe it, right? Because I believe him and Steph Curry will definitely retire as Golden State Warrior uh, royalty. And I think that this is a big year for Clay to prove that, you know, he's worthy of a lucrative contract from the Golden State Warriors. So, again, like you mentioned, that we do expect a lot of points to be scored in this game. It's got to come from somewhere. Uh, Steph Curry's going to get his. Clay should contribute there as well. I was looking at Clay's unders, but I think you made a great point because the total is at 232.5, and, and he did really struggle. Um in the po in the preseason did clay but maybe that's just kind of get some rust off uh but again i think just a pure perspective of him getting the shot volume as well right because we know that attention is going to go to uh, steph curry as well but he's going to get his shots as well i wouldn't be surprised if clay has anywhere from 17 to 20 shot attempts in this game here as well so yeah i can definitely co-sign that one uh, i stayed on that golden state side here as well i actually look at an at an under um cp3 under 12 and a half points it is juice at minus 140 um but you mentioned right i think that cp3 is going to come in um with that starting lineup and be that guy to distribute the basketball um i mean if he has the opportunities to score or take that three-point shot he will but i think that his responsibility number one is going to be possibly in that starting lineup he comes out after five, six minutes, gets the rest for the rest of the first quarter, and then comes in with the second unit uh, and leads the, leads the group that way, whether, whether it is Jonathan Kaminga, whether it is Moses Moody, uh, whether, you know, whoever it is, that, Gary Payne the second, like you mentioned, also coming off of the bench for them. So go back to the preseason. I'm using these numbers as well. There's one game where he scored 13 points, but anything other than that, Chris, he had five, six, and six points. So I'm not expecting a lot of scoring. From CP3, and even if it does come down to clutch time, I mean, you still have, you know, Steph Curry. As far as free throw shooting, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, I know CP3 can knock it down as well. But I think that, you know, most of the scoring responsibility is going to fall on the Splash Brothers. We haven't even mentioned Andrew Wiggins' name. You know, he's going to do a lot of the scoring as well uh, for this Golden State Warriors team. So uh, expect CP3's assist to be there. But I think the scoring, this might just be a little tad high for me at 12 and a half. So I did take the under uh, paid a little bit of juice on it at minus 140, but I, I'm fairly confident about this play here, Chris. Absolutely. So for our listeners, uh, Bet BetMGM actually has it if, if it's available in your in your state uh, minus 120. So it's a little less juice there. Okay, there but it is. I think it's juice for a reason as well. You know, if you uh, one thing that you didn't mention, you mentioned his his pre his uh, preseason game log, but his field goal attempts, like he he hasn't really been trying to shoot the ball a lot, and I think you know he understands that he was bought there to 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 be a distributor. So I I don't. I think, you know, we thinking about it in retrospect, you know, when we did the, the you know, the show for um, NBA props for the season, this might have been mm-hmm. something that we could have hit on, uh, you know, was looking at taking this under for the full season just because 
I do expect them to, you know, to have enough scoring outside of him being able to score the ball significantly, you know, especially with him being in another year. Like, they, you know, yeah. Chris Paul is one of the older guys in the NBA as well. So uh, first game of the season, I'm definitely not looking to back anybody of Chris Paul's age in their first game of the season, you know. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think that CP3 might be a guy where they also ease his minutes, uh, whether he's playing anywhere from, you know, 20 to 25 games, uh, uh, sorry, 20 to 25 minutes per night uh, for uh, for the Golden State Warriors. And again, it might be a fit thing as well, right? Because of a dynamic of how of a dynamic player that Chris Paul is and the way he can command an offense. I think Steve Kerr will definitely have to find ways to utilize him, whether it's with the starting group or whether it's with that you know bench unit that he may be coming in with uh in that second uh second unit to start that second quarter. Um all right, I think that's three player props each year, Chris. Uh time for best bets uh for opening night here. Chris, why don't you lead us off? What's your best bet? So we're going back to the Denver game, and I'm actually looking at an under as my best bet, you know. Michael Porter Jr. And then we talked about this one a little bit yeah. on air. Dude has not played a preseason game. And this to me, this equates to, you know, taking a, a player in the NFL. We saw what uh, Joe Burrow did in his first game against, granted he was playing against that Cleveland Browns defense, but this Laker team was a, a, a really excellent defensive team at the end of last season as well. And, I, and if, if it's a player that I want to take an under on, I'm taking an under on an old player that I don't think is in quite, quite bit of shape and going to use the first couple games to get themselves there. Or I'm taking a player that has not played in the preseason. And that's what I absolutely love about this prop. Michael Porter Jr. points prop is 14 and a half right now. Uh, minus 115 if you if you have if you have points bet. Um, Denver also just playing at a really s- slow pace throughout the preseason. I think some of that has to do with, uh, you know, maybe trying to gel just a tad bit more. Because while they do have their starters out there, like I mentioned, Jokic isn't trying to move up and down the floor as fast as he was yeah. in last season. So, you know, that could take away a few possessions as well. But I'm I'm never taking the players over, uh, you know, with them coming, um, you know, off an injury or uh, which he is coming off an injury and in their first game. Granted, they'll be at home. I think this Lakers team will be hungry. So give me Michael Porter Jr. is my best bet, you know, under 14 and a half points, uh, minus 115. Uh, I read a quote from him that said that uh, he was coming off of a significant, or not significant, but he said it was a grade three uh, ankle sprain uh, that he did. But again, like you mentioned, um, I wish, man, that, that we could bet on uh, field goal attempts or field goal misses, things like that. But I think it might take uh, um, uh, Michael Porter Jr. a little bit for him to kind of get into game flow and not having played a single minute. And then maybe the minutes might not be there as well, right? Again, when you're playing the game of basketball, like stamina definitely comes into place. And if you haven't played any preseason, you haven't played any games over the summer as far as, you know, guys with that play with Team USA and or for other countries for that matter, I think it might take a little bit for him to get up to game speed here. Uh, so I do love this play. Michael Porter Jr. under 14 and a half uh, for Chris's best bet. Uh, for my best bet, we we'll go uh, saying that same game as well. I'm looking at Rui Achimura. I'm going to go over nine and a half points uh, for Rui. Um, this number has felt a little uh, tad bit low to me. I feel like he's going to be the first or second guy coming off that bench uh, for the LA Lakers. And I think he's really going to and again, you take a look at what he was able to do last season uh, for this Lakers team when they did bring him over in a trade. He did average 11.2 points per game, but you take a look at what he also did in the playoffs against his Denver Nuggets team. He was in double digits uh, in all four of those games. Uh, the last game, he had 10 points, but then 13, 21, 17. He also was logging the minutes as well. 
Um, and then when he came over to the um, Lakers last season, he was still averaging about 30, 23 minutes per game, and his shot volume was still there around eight attempts per game. Um, and he averaged 9.6 points per game last season. But I'm, I'm expecting an increased role for Rui Achimura, especially coming off the bench. We know he's a guy that can knock down that three-point shot. He can you know, knock down the mid-range shot. He can finish around the basket as well. Be a big contributor for this Lakers team coming off of the bench for them. So, and in case this is a blowout for the LA Lakers, I, I feel like, you know, with all the motivation they're coming in with this game, um, there's a possibility where Des get into garbage time that, you know, he's still out there. But I expect him to be out there for about 23, 25 minutes coming off of the bench for the Lakers. Uh, nine and a half, I thought it was a, con- a little bit of conservative number for Rui Achimura. So I expect him to be in double digits for his first game on opening night here, Chris. Absolutely, you know, if I actually didn't even see this number, if I'm being honest, but uh, nine and a half does feel a tad bit low. I think the other thing, two, two, two points to mention real quick, you know, to kind of support your argument. The first one being um, Denver plays with a lot of size, right? Like mm-hmm. you, when you think about Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Jokic, they got DeAndre Jordan, who they'll use for different stretches at a time, stretches at a game. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Lakers will need to, you know, shore up and uh, you know, as, as bring in some more length, but also some length that can score because they did pick up a couple big guys, but th- those guys can't stretch the floor the way that Rui Hachimura did, and he also is a pretty good defender. So. Yeah. Um, that, that's first and foremost. The other thing you mentioned, you know, as you said, you expect him to have a larger role, uh, you know, based on the way he played last season. I, I expect him to have a larger role based on how much money Rob Palenka gave him in the offseason <laughs> because true. he was one of the guys that the Lakers, ex- Lakers extended. So, you know, he, he got to, you got to, you know, step up and, and uh, produce uh, to, to the liking of that contract, you know. So I absolutely love this play. Uh, Rui Hachimura to go over nine and a half points, co sign that one for sure, you know. Now, there we go. Opening night player prop picks uh, for the doubleheader on Tuesday night to start the NBA season. So, again, best bets recap. Uh, Chris, best bet, Michael Porter Jr. under 14 and a half points. And then for my best bet, Rui Yachimura over nine and a half points for the L.A. Lakers. Hopefully we start the season off on a winning note. We'll recap uh, what we saw on Tuesday night from a player prop perspective. And then we'll be back um, probably Wednesday a Wednesday morning-ish uh, to do our player props for the Wednesday games. And then we'll recap, like I mentioned, what we saw on Tuesday evening uh, between the Lakers and the Nuggets and then the Suns and the Warriors. Uh, Chris, anything else we want to mention, my friend, before we get out of here? Nah, man. Everyone enjoy the games. Get a good night's sleep. It's one. It's only one more rest. One more rest and, and the NBA will be upon it. So, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, get, get one, one good solid night of rest because you got to stay up late if you're on the East Coast to make sure you can watch those late those late games out West, man. But, in, in, you know, everyone enjoy the action. Definitely bet responsibly. Uh, like you said, you know, if at the top, you don't have to go super crazy to start the season. Are these- uh, it's a long, long grind. Were you going to mention something, you know? It is. It's again. It's it's October. No, I was gonna mention. Are these games overlapping because they're in Denver? Maybe there's like a earlier start in Denver. I know it's Ring Night and, and Banner Night and stuff, but yeah, seven thirty, seven thirty start time. Start in uh, Denver. Denver. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's earlier uh, than start. Uh, usual start than uh, usual, at least for the Denver games because they're always like around eight, uh, nine o'clock Eastern or like nine thirty Eastern uh, most of the yeah. times. But hey. Uh, yeah, glad they uh, uh, glad these four teams are on the schedule. Uh, Going to be very exciting to watch. But like Chris said, one more sleep, NBA season starts. And again, like we mentioned, we'll be here 
all season long for the PropCast. Make sure to follow Chris on X. That's at Crispy Cap'n, two P's and two N's. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Also, make sure you subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast uh, YouTube channel because we will be going live on the YouTube channel for the PropCast there as well, talking about our player props all season long. We'll be back on Wednesday. Till then, good luck with your picks. Let's break these books off and let it ride.